0: You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right, Playing With Balls Podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right, Playing With Balls Podcast, you dig? (laughs)
1: Welcome everybody to the Playing With Balls podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lee, reporting from Santa Monica, California, with Callie the Bulldog farting somewhere in the background. Um, We've got a really cool episode for you today. Uh, I wanna preface it by saying, you know, many of the listeners know that this is a sports podcast uh, with a lot of comedians, sports personalities, and we like to talk uh, with our different guests about what their emphasis areas are in sports and we also have an emphasis as you know on philadelphia and so some of our segments are specifically tailored for philly like today's so stay tuned next week we actually have uh, nate boyer uh, for next week's episode he was a long snapper for the seattle seahawks and nate actually Played an integral role for those of you that might be aware in actually getting Kaepernick to go from sitting to kneeling. So that'll be a very interesting episode. But today it's all about Philly. So we've got Joe Conklin coming up here uh, in a bit. Stay tuned for him. And uh, the last time we did an all Philly episode with Tommy and T, my bros, uh, that was right before the Seattle game. So I'd like to do two quick things to debrief the Eagles on the West Coast, um, starting with Seattle. As we know, uh, in our 24 to 10 loss, that wasn't great. And so that's some concerning things there. So I had a text conversation with my mother who knows nothing about football that I think pretty much sums it up. So I'm going to read it to you. So after the Seattle game, I get a text from my mom and she said, Shan, you know, I don't know anything about football. But I watched that game, and our defense was horrible. I mean, like, they didn't even do anything. Like, they made Carson Wentz run all over the field with the ball, and that's just not good playing. He could get hurt, and he looks just like Prince Harry. So I said back, Mom, um, you're right, we didn't play well. Our defense, though, sits on the bench when Carson is playing. So she wrote back, well, I'm disgusted. What's our owner's name? That is definitely why we lost. I ought to write him a letter. So I said back... Mom, it's called our offensive line. They block. They don't attack. You know that whole, like, offense versus defense thing? Mom goes, well, I wore green socks when you were born, and it didn't do a damn thing. So that was my text conversation with my mother. And I think it pretty much sums up uh, what the Eagles did when they were in Seattle. But moving on in uh, this past week's game uh, against the Rams, it was uh, an amazing win uh, on many levels. Forty three to thirty five. I was fortunate to be there being I was around a lot of Philly people that were in town. So that was neat. Um, You know, obviously upsetting with the Wentz loss. And so I have a special song for you of Christmas carols that I think you will enjoy that will uh, sum up what happened this past weekend with the Eagles. So stay tuned for that. And then I will be bringing up Conklin.
0: T'was a big game in L.A., and Eagle fans filled the house. Not knowing they would leave with their enthusiasm doused. At the Coliseum, Eagle fans were packed in. We got down early with an interception. Our offense bounced back, our destruggling. struggling. certainly not a sure thing. <laughs> what a game, back and forth. Back and forth all day. Oh, what fun it would be to play home the rest of the way. Hey, Markson, go from the two. Wentz back, looking, running with the football. In the end zone for a touchdown. He's hurt, Merle. Wentz is down. <laughs> Blue Christmas without Wentz. ACL, ACL. He tore his ACL. Have a Super Bowl hopes just gone straight to hell. Good God, God once has heard he's out for the freaking season. No joy in our world. Just lost once Next man up is Nick Foles Oh, Eagle fans Feeling sick, sick, sick We gotta depend on Nick, Nick, Nick Nick Foles, the backup quarterback he sat on the bench all year. He's all we got to guide us. He better get his ass in gear. heart there, foes. We're all hoping we can still win this whole damn thing. As Peterson holds on to hope for the big dance. He encourages all. We've still got a chance. And I heard Doug exclaim, don't go ballistic. With falls at the controls, I'm still optimistic. Ho, ho, ho.
1: well how about that christmas song recap of the eagles rams game we've got joe conklin back on the playing with balls podcast today to debrief so welcome back joe <laughs> uh
2: welcome back well i just left you so well I'm i mean back.
1: welcome back to the podcast because this is oh, your welcome back. You, yes. you know we're on air right just after, we're just not on the we're not just on a phone call right now we're actually recording I know.
2: We're in the uh, cast now, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I Maybe I shouldn't have told you that, so you so you you would have been more you'd be more uncensored.
2: We're back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how was uh, how was the trip back to Philly?
2: Oh, it was a day of flying. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? You, you you lose a day. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. We left at uh, airport. I don't know, nine thirty, and then uh, all day. I had a connection to Detroit. I had to run to uh and then we uh we had to get in line to de-ice by the time it was our turn we had to go de-ice again
1: ah oh, that sounds so like stuff. a very interesting and, and fun-filled day i wish we could Just, talk more about it um normal stuff you know <laughs> normal normal, stuff. Normal stuff. yeah so so how was uh how, what was your experience like because this was your first time to la for the eagles rams game so what would you think overall did you have a nice time well, the game
0: the game
2: was great i had best time was the first two days because uh, uh, first night, we got in, I don't know, 6 o'clock, and a good friend of mine picked me up because um, I don't have a car or a Uber, and she took me to the comedy store, which was swell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: by the name of uh, Shannon Lee. She sounds like an awesome person. I, um, yeah. yeah, no, that was so fun, and I'm so glad that we got to take you to the comedy store and you got to be a part of that culture. It's it's a neat thing. It's a kind of a neat thing thing overall it's just it's a right you know I mean it's It's just
2: it's a a grind man it's uh showbiz it's uh (laughs) hustling scrapping moving room to room get your name in there getting your face going you gotta work everything everybody yeah oh yeah
1: you really do and I think the coolest part about you being there for the first time and. And seeing that, you know, obviously, other than hanging out with with our friend Eleanor Kerrigan there, who performs yeah. there regularly, um, was Ch- Chappelle dropping in. That's always a cool night.
2: It was. It was cool. Yeah. 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 So and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he had some interesting things to say about the uh, sexual revolution.
1: Yeah, it seems or, like a lot of the comedians are really capitalizing on that right now.
2: Yeah, kind of. He kind of had louis ck's back a lot and um he was calling it you know uh, you know while he didn't say it was right it was kind of a bunch of bullshit so uh it was kind of interesting
1: i mean there was a i forget the other comedian's name that we saw in the original room what kind of had the same take
2: much yeah oh i'm sorry yeah you're talking about yeah everybody's kind of unloading on it because it is on
1: no pun is, intended it,
2: yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it is the issue uh going uh and um especially in a club like that when you're doing current material yeah uh, you've got to go in and, and and hit the issues and yeah that yeah and you know especially since comedians are starting to fall too so uh yeah it's pretty wild that that guy i forget his name Was it hansen or something I forget, I
1: forget his name too but um
2: friend <laughs> of eleanor's
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a regular comedian in the original room, and he sort of took this stance. He's sort of like a screamer, you know. He's real he's from Long Island, like up in your face kind of a comedian. Um, yeah. And he he took a stance with the whole Louis C.K. thing and Weinstein. Of you know more. <laughs> uh I what's the right word? I I would say no. There was not a woman in the crowd that was laughing for the most part um so you know it, it's, it's a, t- well, it, a it's a it, tough it, it line kind of,
2: yeah it, it is i mean you can't really um i don't know you can't be pro sexual harassment and and really be serious i don't know if he was that but he was like come on what's wrong anymore you can't do anything you can't go over and breathe on anybody
1: <laughs>
2: or, something, or asking for I, I don't i don't know but put it this way who knows if he was serious or not it was a funny presentation you know the guy had fun with it yeah he got laughs out of it put it that way yeah Sure, that's his persona. Anyway, he could take any issue of the day and be that guy uh, reacting to it. You know, so he's good.
1: Yeah, and you know, and and, you know, he was. But I, I thought I, I mean, even though Chappelle took the the pro and you know and on it or whatever you want to say, I don't know, I don't know that he took the pro. He just he just made funny jokes out of it. Even though he's got his back, he still really ripped Louis C.K. And I think I remember thinking to myself, well, that's when you can really. I mean, and I know a lot of people are going to always respond because it's Dave Chappelle. You know, he could uh-huh. sneeze and everybody's going to start laughing hysterically because it's him. But I, sure. d- I do think that is just, you know, taking a, a, one of those hard type of an issues and t- taking that stance. I mean, I think his jokes were funny. And, you know, obviously we're all against all the bad things that are coming out. So I think that's, you know, that's what, what you have to be able to do still in comedy, though, you know? I mean that's this is the one place you can do it. If you can't do it here, yeah. you know,
2: yeah, it's true. That's true. But he was justifying. He kept saying all he did was, you know, <laughs> how do you say, it? beat off on his stomach. Yeah, you know, kept going back to that, <laughs> which was getting Joe getting laughs. Right. But um, yeah, it's just you can't justify. That so joke. yeah, he was
1: saying you know, and 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 I think his, his this stand. The stance was if you, what was it? Something like you know, if you're gonna go down, that's pretty embarrassing that you went out, you know, doing doing that, doing yeah. it that way. So that, I think that's where the joke was, but and that's the part that I thought was funny, even though the whole thing, you know, it's a sensitive topic, especially because yeah. you know just just months ago, not less less than that, Louis C.K. is on that stage owning it. So that's the weird part too. I think it's weird for people to process that because he's such a big name in comedy and also made Smart. such a lot of strides in comedy just with like taking a name for himself and producing things himself for the first time you know like yeah
2: yeah all well, that stuff. Um, yeah i mean well, a lot of us looked up to him
1: so it's hard i think
2: yeah it's a shame but what are you gonna do man who fall anybody falls today so far any new names you know i haven't
1: heard anything yet i mean california is well, still burning down so we're we're staying focused it really? on that. Well, not, yet? not in LA, but we've got um, but, but we, in the outer in the outer uh, parts of the county, like Ventura County. I think two hundred thousand acres burned. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's scary yeah. right now. Um, I've got sinus issues. It's a whole thing. I tell you what. I can barely breathe around here. My dog's got soot on her paws.
2: The news is not talking enough about your sinuses. They're, all, they're just they're dedicating most of the time to the fire. You know what
1: I gotta tell you? I ha- I was so I have to recall one of my favorite memories um, from this weekend because I am a big memory person. Was when you asked me a very poignant question. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, after uh, just to wrap up the comedy the comedy store talk, you asked me why I uh, became a comedian, how I got my st- in, into comedy and why and then i started talking and then you said do you ever let anybody else talk
2: <laughs> you, you don't even go down for air
1: but i'm like well i didn't even answer your question yet <laughs> it's only you know like like why are you doing this with your life and then i'm like well joe and then you're like do you ever let anybody else talk
2: <laughs> well, i'm an observationist
1: you know it was towards the end of the night so i think i think uh I think you were just used to hearing me speak, but anyway, I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that was fun. We had fun.
1: Yeah, it was, was really good. it was it was a really good time. So, how was your experience at the Santa Monica Pier where you guys were there for WIP, right?
2: Yeah, um, we were up there. Uh, did we go up on the? Yeah, we went two days. Uh, <clears throat> we were Saturday and then Sunday. You had the pregame there. Mm-hmm. Saturday Saturday was great because we were on uh, Venice Beach and I had never been and uh i didn't realize it was like kensington uh on the beach
1: you know? it's like it's a little bit of a freak show isn't it the boardwalk yeah.
2: and but all the while it was nice you know it wasn't like a like real dirt i mean the, <laughs> the people appeared dirty but and there were some homeless <laughs> but i'm kind of used to that it was kind of like being downtown in philly and but being on well, it was kind of like wild was beach a little bit but uh uh, but it was different.
1: Yeah, it's I, I, definitely got like the hokiness, I guess, of like the Wildwood Beach feel. You've got like the Zoltar machine and the, you know, like weird yeah, I, I stuff. It. Yeah. It
2: was, it's... Actually, it was a little, it was nicer than Wildwood. It was, it was, um, it was a step up from that. It wasn't a jersey beach but I, I loved it i thought this is <laughs> no this it's is,
1: the, I, it's not it's not the jersey shore but anytime i do miss the jersey shore i just go down there and i go to this specifically the smelly parts because you know you get to catch a whiff every once in a while <laughs> and we don't have good pizza here either that's another thing The the food that's the other difference on this is the only like boardwalk that looks like the jersey shore but has like vegan restaurants you know what i mean
2: Exactly, and and another thing was a drug and alcohol rehab right on the beachfront. Oh yeah, how do I get that deal? You
1: know, you know the best good ones luck. actually in Malibu. You haven't seen anything yet. I mean, not that I've been there. i just heard about it. Is that
2: passages? Uh, it's some. We passed a Passages at one point. I'm, I don't know if I was with you or not, but we passed Passages. It wasn't
1: me because we didn't go to Malibu. If we did, then I was really a terrible driver because that was really out of the way. But uh, no, this one's called, uh, the one in Malibu is like the famous one that all the celebrities always go to and then they go back to after they get back on drugs again. I forget what it's called though. It's called like sure. Reflections or it's, it's something like yeah. that. It's something like Pat. It could, you could have seen it potentially. Did you go to Malibu at all when you were here?
2: No, I, uh, where was I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I passed that place passages on the way to the airport on Monday morning, just by just looking out the window and stuff, but yeah, uh, it was on, it was between um, uh, Marina Del Rey and LAX. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that was, it was fun.
1: Oh yeah, um, we have a lot of rehabs had- around here, by the way, just it's, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> For- <laughs> For whatever reason.
2: Yeah. I want to, I'll take 28 days on the beach in Venice Beach. Yeah.
1: It's, smoke it's not, and smoke cigarettes. It smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Also, all the dispensaries. It's so funny. So, um, you know, you can go get your marijuana card uh, on the Venice Boardwalk. And I know, I like, I've had friends that have come visit from other states that want to do that because it sounds really cool because you can't do that most places. And then you can buy weed everywhere. Um, yeah. But they get you because it's on the boardwalk. They they really they really take like you end up you end up walking out of there you have a weed cart, but it was like the whole process took you two hours and it was like four hundred dollars so that's oh, who
2: needs all that I know
1: but you but, exactly you know yeah, but
2: there's weed everywhere that was uh it was uh yeah, it was a, like a weed walk
1: yeah nobody cares yeah I mean well they, you you know it's it, I mean it's all,
2: probably probably get. Uh, you know, written up more for cigarettes than weed. It, I, I kind of got that attitude that they were fr- cigarettes are more frowned upon. Yeah.
1: yeah, People really care about their lungs. Um, people don't like smoke. You know, because it's it's very healthy around here. L. A. is very healthy. But uh, it's cool that you got to see the whole Venice experience because. This is the part of L.A. that I live in. I guess it's called L.A. Extended. And it's I it's either I think people either love it or they hate it or they think it's dirty or whatever. I mean, I'm from Jersey, so it takes a lot for me to think something's dirty, you know? And so I really love it. I, I feel like Venice is, like, so kitschy. Even, like, the buildings are neat. There's a lot of, like, really cool art on the buildings. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And
2: um, what, what I kind of gathered from my limited experience in L.A., it's like 30 different towns, you know, yeah. or maybe 20. It's such a vast area. Uh, I gotta go look up when they became incorporated like that. I mean, it's 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 gotta be the biggest county in, in the country. It's bigger than New York's five boroughs, I think.
1: Yeah, it I seems it sh- anyway. Yeah, um, I should know the answer to that, but I don't. But I. You know, it, that's the part about LA though that's tricky because this is a driving city for sure. You have to have your car here. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, and the actual and that remember I was telling you when you were here the actual city city um, downtown LA that's like yeah. off the you know no we're not even referring to that and that's the actual city you know with the skyscrapers and the whole and the Staples Center center and the whole shebang well, like even the stadiums aren't in the in the downtown part like the Rams is the Coliseum's and uh I don't even know what town, what, is it? what town is that, Inglewood? Oh, my God, I don't even know.
2: Well, down south central area? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, yeah, I don't know, uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't know the, this is the first time I've been there, but yeah. I was shocked at all that, that this counts too. Oh, this is still L.A., uh, you
0: know, get the same cool stuff. <laughs> We're
1: still in L.A. everywhere we go. Yeah, um, yeah and, and so I figure if you're going to live in, somewhere where you can barely move because the traffic is so bad and it's so spread out might as well live at the beach so you know that's that's yeah. my uh that's my theory so so you made a comment when you were here about what did you about la sports fans what did you think overall just about la sports fans la people um, LA sports? it's
2: secondary i mean it didn't shock me that um there were a few at the game. We did go to the game, the Coliseum. It's a, it's an old stadium. I, I mean, I definitely wanted to go. I wanted to see it. It reminded me of JFK Stadium in Philadelphia. and oh, um, yeah. The climb, the climb all the way up. But, man, no amenities. They need a new stadium out there. The, this, I mean, in this day and age where people, you know, get new stadiums every three years or so, and they're still using the Coliseum, for Christ's sake. I mean, it's, it's it's you know, it's a legendary historic building, but for a pro football, that's right, they didn't have a pro team out there for a while. I mean, I walked out to the concession stands just to get a better look because my seat was so far away. The TVs were like, you know, from the uh, 80s, you know. They were small screen. They weren't, you know, HD. It's like, Jesus, Lord. And so then I would walk across the street to see the game. So the the game experience wasn't the greatest. However, it was a great game.
1: <laughs> it really was, and and yeah. and we were right by USC. That's where the Coliseum is. Just to clarify, there and that <clears throat>
2: it's USC's home field. I know. Yeah. That. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: In, in South LA. So it, it's it's like it's close to downtown. It's I guess it's, it's it's I guess it is considered that it's like right on the outskirts. But um, yeah. but yeah, it's but, it's interesting, right? Great.
2: The fans, um, they they, they weren't. They're, they're not at the level of you know uh, Philadelphia, Chicago, New York. Oh no! Anybody, just because there's too much other stuff to do here, and there's other people here. You know, there's there's sunshine. It's like, you know, the sunshine. There for the sun, not for <laughs> there's the other things to
1: do here, like sunshine, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and just being happy. You know, wherever you yeah. are. And yeah, Eagles I mean, fans are traditionally not happy. <laughs> Like we have Correct. fun, and we're happy, like sometimes, but but not all the time. you know, yeah,
2: and the the attitude was one of you know, passivity, you know, not like, come on, i'm I'm in a hurry. I want to get to where I'm going. I have a little direction in my life. in l a <laughs> it's like, yeah, whatever. I'll, you know th- everything's fine. I, I don't know how long you know whatever. Uh, and it, uh, thankfully, we weren't involved in any traffic. Because we were driving uh, on off-peak times, but I heard it's real bad with the traffic. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, wouldn't be able to last than that.
1: And you guys took the? Tr- Did you take the train to the game too?
2: Or no? no I got a. Uh, I'm gonna have an Uber.
1: Uh, oh, I got that.
2: Yeah, we took an Uber. Oh, okay. From, from the pier. Went oh, the okay. Pier. I, I,
1: for some reason, I thought um, because how many people from Philadelphia were in, in LA with you guys for the Green Legion? Would you estimate? I heard there was oh, a it ton.
0: 1,600?
1: Holy shit. That's a lot. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, because somebody told me you guys were taking the train because you can take the train right downtown to the Coliseum. Um, uh, I didn't realize. To the museum. No, I and I, all I could envision was like, I thought it was like 1,000 people, but even so, 1,000 drunk people from Philadelphia. Either falling off the Santa Monica Pier or just trying to get on the train. So I'm glad to hear that everything worked out logistically because that's the biggest problem in LA is the logistics for sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know why I was a little worried about that tailgate being so far away. Um, I would have preferred to be closer so we could walk in, but we, um, I, I would have actually preferred to spend a little more time at the tailgate, but I, I got out of there shortly after, uh, you know, about an hour or so, and then boogied over to the game we had plenty of time
1: yeah so i didn't i didn't get to partake in any of the green legion festivities and for those that don't know it's the away it's the the eagles official away game uh tailgating company i guess is the best way to describe it right i i've participated with yeah. them twice um, well
0: the eagles it's for
2: people who travel you know go to road games yeah it's basically a travel agency you know you go on trips and um there's a handful of them. Green is not the only one, but they're probably the biggest and most vocal and, you know, funnest. You know? Right. They set up a good itinerary. I'll tell you, they really did a good job. I had I worked with them once before uh, a long time ago, a few years back, but this thing went off without a hitch. You know. That's uh, great. They had, they had several parties, several tailgates, and there was no problems anywhere with that number of people. That's a shocker.
1: Yeah, I mean, then that's a ton of people, and uh, a ton of rowdy people, too. And so so with, so, with did you? there was some sort of a pep rally. Did you do any, like, t- speaking or jokes yeah, or anything?
2: I did. Uh, we went up. The whole morning show was out there. So Angelo went up first with uh, Rhea and, um, I guess, Hollis, and basically did a little intro okay. and said, said hello and told a story or two then they, they basically killed about 10 minutes. Then they took a break. The DJ played for about a half hour. Then Ange came back and he brought me up and I did about, uh, 15, maybe 20, not quite 20 minutes set, um, of, uh, firing up the troops and doing, doing up, which I was fearing because if you've ever tried to do comedy outside, you know, uh, it, it can be distressed you know, it's, it's hard to get people's attention. Yeah. But, they were there, they were focused, and they were there for that reason, and it wasn't too bad. I mean, it went well. It oh, went that's better good. Than I anticipate, yeah.
1: Yeah, because, the, and especially if you're on the pier, I just, I wish I did make it down there. I just couldn't envision what that looked like, just because, you know, there's a lot going on there. And the pier is a whole nother, uh, when you talk about the Venice Boardwalk, it's like a whole nother, that's almost like the Atlantic City Boardwalk over there, just because of the rides and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's the next one up, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's yeah. yeah that's where you guys were. Were that's it's where W I P was. Carding, carding off an area for, you know, drinking and eating. It was, it was fun. It was cool.
1: Oh, that's very cool. You know, and when, it's it's funny because when you talk going back to the L A. sports thing, it is interesting because now you've got the Chargers here too, which you know, I guess if people consider their home team. Uh, it, it, They'd say the Rams, but now the Chargers are coming back. So I'm starting to hear people become Chargers fans. We don't.
2: I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know what, they, <laughs> what what they're doing and why they allowed that. And now they got the Chargers trying to fill up only a 28,000 uh, seat stadium. It's a soccer field. I know. Uh, I don't know how they're. going I mean, the the, mon- the real money in in, uh, in a football franchise is in what they get for the television revenue. Uh, but the gates are important. Uh, but maybe they'll be fine with that. And I mean, people like uh, people liked the L. A. Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, and they're going to move to Vegas. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I'm not. Yeah, up Yeah, is on that still
1: happening? I, I don't I,
2: know. I think so.
1: Well, I mean, <clears throat> what I was, but so I went to the Chargers game earlier this year, and it was really, it was really cool in the way that uh, you could just stand anywhere. And just and you're like, is this? Re- am I really watching a professional football game right now in the NFL? Because it looked like you we were at like a like a like a, a, like, a high, like a souped up high school stadium wow. in like Odessa, wow. Texas. You know what I mean? Like Friday Night Lights cut style. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about like you know just any old. But it was it was sort of surreal in a way. But then at the same time, it was like a real pain in the ass to even get tickets because there's not a lot of seats and it's expensive that i did i did participate with the green legion for for the chargers game but um yeah it's really weird but i do have to say what's interesting about rams fans in this particular game is they're very passive but then there was some that like tried to act like they were so into it and like to act tough and stuff i don't know why and that's those are the people i thought were funny cuz i'm like really like nobody nobody that's a rams fan cares why why are you like making up stories over here you know what i mean like getting all exactly. fired up and stuff so well,
2: you know they're they're trying to be a franchise you know there may, maybe some people moved from st louis too that was that was another odd thing you can't, i mean i was in l.a well i used to kind of like the l.a rams a little when i was growing up like jack snow and Roman gabriel yeah and then roman came to the eagles and uh, and then jaworski came from the rams but they were always the l a Rams, you know, so maybe I don't know, there's there is some tradition with people's families and stuff. but um hell, the browns have a a lot of pride, and they suck. So I, they the really could...
1: do have a lot of pride for how literally yeah, awful they are, they are. literally yeah. awful. they They almost won this week and they couldn't even do that, you know, Browns <laughs> but yeah. they, but people from okay. Cleveland, you know, they they are they're very loyal to to the Browns.
2: Oh, here it is. Uh, LA is the biggest county in America. It's got ten million one hundred sixteen thousand people. I wanted to Cook County in Chicago is the second.
1: Oh, okay. It's
2: Five million two hundred. I was looking at area wise though. Oh, Thanks ahead, for stat going.
1: checking that though. Seriously, but you're right. Uh, you you are right. There are a lot of very like happy people here and people trying to be happy. That's why there's a lot of rehab centers. And I remember my mother, who's <clears> oh, wait
2: a second trying to be happy that's, that's why there are a lot of rehab centers well be, oh what was your problem i was trying to be happy <laughs> i failed again and
1: it did you know and, and then life you know and that's well it, that's actually connects well to something my mother said when she came to visit here she said you know people are too happy here i do not trust people that are happy 100 percent of the time that's what uh, she said wonder. she said you know gotta, i'm just not happy all the time and that's just how life is and that's what she said about L.A. I think that kind of sums it up, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, and the, um, L.A. attracts people like that. You now that's where that's the other thing. There's not the, some people are from out that way, but you get all these people in the world that gravitate towards there because they just don't give a shit about anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, play. and that's why I think. I like to think I'm not one of those people, even though I'm from here, but, you know, most most people kind of think I'm an asshole most of the time just for being myself, but it's just because I care about stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> for being passionate about something? Yeah.
1: And also, I mean, I can be, like, a little bit of an asshole, but, like, it's just called sarcasm.
2: Hey, hey pipe down with the passion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're being too passionate. Go to the beach, you know. Well, let's talk a little bit about the game. So... <sighs> What, what do you think about – everybody's got their opinion. What do you think about the whole Foles situation? What's your personal opinion?
2: Um, my personal opinion is I'm actually looking forward to I, – I liked Nick Foles when he was here. I like his arm. I like his height. He's a big – he's a tall quarterback. I thought he was accurate. But he um, – when he runs, it looks like an abandoned – van uh, (laughs) rolling down i-95 an abandoned white van rolling down 95 with no driver in uh he just can't move at all
1: that's like missing um, a couple rims there yeah
2: yeah um so i can see them getting into the playoffs i can even see them getting to the super bowl i'll be surprised you never know what's going to happen but my prediction is they get to the super bowl and lose i don't know if he can take you to that next level to beat the elite teams yeah. Like uh, Pittsburgh or New England, but um, I, I, hey man, we weren't expecting to go to the Super Bowl this year when the season started. So think, I'm ha- I, I'm yeah. happy with uh, with what we have. I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, but I, I'm not. I, I like Foles. I don't have. Uh, I don't think he's anywhere near as good as Wentz, but. He's gonna win a couple games for
1: us. Yeah, Let's I say. mean, I, and you know, I, I, he finished out the game for us. You know, and I, I have to agree with you there. I think, I think, you know, when you look at where we are, we're at the season eleven two, and and you look at you know where we were predicted to be. We were predicted to be like may, maybe five hundred finish, maybe squeak into the playoffs. This is pro, you know prior to the season, yeah. so I think we have to be. Uh, you're right. It's hard to it's hard to lose Wednesday, especially especially. In a situation where we have we are doing it, it's like every week you're kind of like like I know I'm holding on for dear life still, like you know, because it's exciting. It's an exciting yeah. t- time, and so it is hard to lose him. And I, I mean, the, you know, I agree with you. I like Nick Foles. I was really pissed when dumbass Chip Kelly fucked everything up, and uh you know he
2: got us the scene.
1: Yeah, he did, and then we just basically got him back and that i I was happy i was always very happy to hear how uh you know getting him back on the bench and how he was going to be our backup quarterback because you can't go you know that's that's a best case scenario situation it makes you feel safer because the last time we got to the playoffs was with him i think it was he threw like 27 touchdowns and two interceptions so i guess we just have to hope that the team that's built around him can you know and he can you know learn the playbook yeah, and all that gonna, stuff
2: i mean the offense did the line did not play exceptionally well the other day no but um i'll tell you what we may need another quarterback <laughs> who the hell knows but there's enough about uh, weapons on the team that can carry us through we haven't really gotten uh that was a great game but it was. We, we, we were dominating but we still haven't we're not firing on all cylinders. I think we can get even better uh, on both sides
1: of the ball. I agree. I, I think our defense. I mean, we they they scored thirty five points on our defense. You know, even winning that. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of it was like you know, so a shootout. You could you could call it that. I mean, yeah. shit. You know, I mean, so so defense. We've seen better things from our defense. I think. Uh, I think
2: well, they, they were scoring. They were they were moving down the field at will. the yeah. other Yeah, yeah. They were uh, just throwing on us. Yeah. They
1: threw on us like in the first. Two minutes of the game, or whatever it was. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think. I think, but I think we've seen different things so far this year. So we know what they're capable of, but I don't know that that was the best representation of that, at least defensively. But in my opinion, and you're right, because Nick Foles, (laughs) I love that that analogy. He's going to stay in the pocket longer, so we need that line to hold up. So we'll see. It all makes me nervous, but I think I do think Foles can. He can get it done, and also, do you, have you ever seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite? He looks just like that guy. I know he does. Vote for yeah, Pedro. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I uh, appreciate you joining and doing a debrief. Um, it was good to see you in L.A. at this past weekend. Well, and, um, absolutely. And thanks for your commentary on L.A. and the game. I um, and then when I'll, come, I'll
2: when you come back in, or or. Are you doing parks again? Or are you just doing the uh, truck?
1: I'm doing park. Um. So actually, thank you for bringing that up. Uh. A week from today, when a week from today is Wednesday, the twentieth, right? I am doing parks casino. Cool. Um. For Conklin. Is El on the show? Eleanor Carrigan is on the show as well. Yep. Uh, okay. Um. So I'm doing three shows when I'm in Philly next week, and you're in two of them. Um. <laughs> so. Where, where?
2: Where's the other one?
1: uh the well the uh the 29th is uh the trocadero um with you and eleanor and then the 28th is another one and you know i actually don't remember it's not it's a it's a bar <laughs> show somewhere in center city i think I, th- oh, good. I don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna post all this stuff but the they, Raven? i don't re- i don't even think i know i don't really i'm not sure <laughs> way to promote. Well, you know, I mean, that one's like you know, it'll be like a fun one. I mean, not that the other ones aren't fun, but know. Well, you know, I bar know shows. And, I understand. I
0: understand. You know, and so I you can buy tickets.
1: People for in Philly um, that listen to the podcast always want to know when I'm performing in Philly. So thanks for bringing that up, and also that people can get tickets online at what's the the Park's Casino probably as a. Uh, it's,
2: it's, you can go to JoeConklin.com. And you could also go to Parks Casino slash something or other. It's more of a uh, direct link. I don't know. Go to Parks. Click on Entertainment. Click on 360. It's a bit of a click through. But my my uh, website has the direct link, I think. So either way.
1: Okay, great. And then, yeah, the Trocadero. You can buy tickets at probably trocadero.com something.com and uh that's for the 29th but i'll post everything on on social media in case uh, anybody would like to come see us all perform and eleanor um is headlining that show as well so that will be awesome uh-huh. so so we will we'll let you go and uh, get to your nap <laughs> um, sounds like an ex- it sounds like an exciting day and then uh we'll leave everybody else with here uh with a couple different people like coaches and some figureheads we got some clips of them giving some advice uh to wentz and the eagles and to eagles fans so we think you'll enjoy it so on that note thank you joe for joining us
2: you got it chan always a pleasure
1: and we'll see you next time
2: cool all right guys bring it in all right it's a tough times here to okay. ever-
0: Bringing in some extra words of motivation. Here's Coach Dick Vermeil. All right, guys, I know it was a tough loss, but I'm not going to get down on my freaking knees and beg you guys to do it. You just got to do it. Carson will be fine. He's got Blue Cross and Blue Shield. He eats healthy. He leads an active lifestyle, and he goes to church, too. Keep your heads up. I got to go now because I'm burnt out from the last speech I gave, but I have a case of Vermeil wine for every freaking one of you guys if you win the Super Bowl. All right, next man up, Brett Brown. All right, you know, we've been through this before. Our team across the street was down for a ver- very long time, but injuries are a part of the game, and I'm here to teach you how to lie about them as long as you need to, and I just tell them to take two years off and they'll be fine. Hey, what's the urgency? That's the way we work it at the Sixers. All
2: right, guys, next man up, Joel Embiid.
0: Uh, I want to tell you guys to stay positive. I've been through a lot of adversity myself, and I came all the way back to the point where I'm playing a couple times a week now. I know you guys can do it without Carson. Go out and live your life. Go to concerts. Drink up the Shirley Temples. I know Carson Wentz will be okay. I give him the number of my doctor in Qatar. Okay, I have to go now, but I will tweet more motivational stuff later. All right,
2: next man you up. Angelo Cataldi.
0: All right. Come on, boys. I know you can do it. I know all about adversity. Because one time, my wife wasn't home, and I had to make my own sandwich. And I survived to tell you about it. Listen, Wentz's injury is a setback. But I stand here before you with half a colon, a missing gallbladder, and I'm here to tell you nothing could be sadder than to be without your gallbladder in the morning. Okay? All right. Next man up, Don. And right, first of all, we're not even sure if the injury is fake news or not. Oh, wait a minute. I saw it on Fox. It did happen. All right, you've had a little adversity, but the season's not over. Come on, you guys are celebrities. You can do whatever you want. Just walk right up and grab the other team and the- huh? you can do it in the middle of Fifth Avenue and get away with it. And when the going gets tough, call the Russians. They might be able to arrange an easier run in the playoffs for you. Am I right? Come on, let's go. Yeah.